Yo, what's going on, everybody? It is 1 p.m. here in Crystal Lake, Illinois. That means it's time for another live stream. Today is Tuesday, July 19th, 2023. Man, uh, I, I, you know what? I feel like I say this every day. But today, I feel like I've very much lost track of time. I don't know what's going on with me. Hopefully, this isn't like a the beginning of a serious problem and maybe just a funny, absent-minded Kofuzi problem. But like I'm just losing track of things, like time-wise. And today's one definitely one of my worst days, I guess. Um, but you know, we're here. I think I'm on time. And uh, we got a package to open up. Sore sent me something. I think it's from Sore. Pretty sure it's from Sore. It doesn't say that it's from Sore on it, but I think I know what's in there. If it is, I feel like this is gonna be pretty fun. But before we get to that, let's say hi to everyone listening on the podcast on the audio only version. Guys, hopefully you're having a good run out there today. Weather in uh, Crystal Lake, it was really nice today for running. Nice and balmy, not too humid. Uh, pretty much uh, as nice of a weather as I can ask for in Crystal Lake. And I wish the same thing for you guys too. And for the, you guys who are watching this later, but not live, welcome to you guys as well. Whatever time it may be. I mean, thinking about like being off on time. You guys could be watching this at any time whatsoever. Hopefully you're enjoying it because this is the number one running podcast to watch while you're watching a grown man unbox packages like it's a Christmas day. <laughs> All right, let's see who we got in the chat here. We got Daniel Burton saying Greeley, Colorado is in the house. It's going to be 95 there today. Seems very hot. But is it going to be a dry heat? Is it dry heat in Greeley, Colorado? I actually have no idea where Greeley, Colorado is. Uh, Patrick Cook says, I want to be the first to comment, but uh, he farted. Okay. Well, you know, I hope maybe at least you feel better. You know, that's something that my, uh, apparently my father-in-law used to say that a lot when he's around um, his kids, like my wife and her brother and sisters. Um, is there any time he farted, he'd be like, they would complain, be like, dad. And he'd be like, well, you know, I do feel better. I don't really know how that works. doesn't make a lot of sense, but I've been saying it to my kids and they don't think that it helps. They don't think it justifies it when I do it. <laughs> Um, all right. Uh, Sean Devlin series says, Hey everyone. He says foot injuries flaring up again for some reason. So I think I'm back at an alternating run and Peloton days again. Hopefully it's not a long-term thing. Well, I think that's a smart move to back off it a little bit. Um, just in case maybe you were ramping up a little bit too much too soon. Uh, maybe the foot wasn't as, uh, hundred percent as you thought it was. So hopefully that way you can kind of like head that off at the pass. So I think that's a good move. Uh, Martha's here. She's raising her hand in attendance. Good to see you, Martha. And uh, JC's only going to be here for a little while today, but I'm glad to have you here while you're here. Um, all right, let me scroll down and catch up with you guys in the chat. And while I'm doing that, let's say, uh, let, let me remind you guys, tomorrow, we will have a live stream tomorrow, but it's going to be in coming live from Baltimore. So that'll be fun. I'm going to go over, I'm going to be super annoying, head over to Believe in the Run HQ. They're like going to be like preparing for the following day's events. Um, but I'm going to sh just show up with my computer and my cameras and we're going to have a guest. We're going to have Thomas on the live stream for tomorrow. So we'll talk to him for a little bit. And then, you know, I'm going to see if I can maybe let them have me do the live stream from over there on Thursday as well, just for funsies. I feel like, uh, maybe we could do that, but that is getting really close to when like everyone's going to be coming over. So like, you know, I understand if that's not going to work. So I still have to ask Thomas if I can do that, but you know, hopefully we'll have at least live streams Wednesday and Thursday, but we're not going to have a live stream Friday just because that's my return travel day. And I'm uh, just not sure if it's going to fit into the schedule. 
So hopefully uh, I'll be able to do that. And uh, hopefully I'll be able to see some of you guys in person. That'll be fun. Thursday night party starts at five. We meet at the Believe in the Run headquarters in Baltimore over in Fells Point. Then we're going to run over to Mobtown Brewing. Uh, it's a mile and a half away, but we're going to make it turn into three miles. So we get a nice, decent uh, kind of like easy run out of it. And there'll be beers and pizzas and hanging out and should be a lot of fun for the evening. So I look forward to seeing you guys there. I feel like I've, is this the place we went to last year? Mobtown Brewing? I think, I think it is. If it is, it should be a nice location and uh, a good evening. And I hope to see you guys. And here's the thing. So I was listening to it. You know, they're explaining that, you know, like the first 150 people to arrive will get a free CLA hat. And I feel like CLA makes some of the best running hats. So that's a really exciting thing to do. And I'm like, the first 150 people, how many people are they ex expecting to go to this thing? Because the Believe in the Run headquarters is not that big. It's like a two flat, you know? Um, so it's not a huge space. We're all not going to fit inside. I feel like everyone's going to hang out outside. But then that sidewalk out front is not that big either. So we're going to like take over the street. Um, so it's going to be, it's going to be wild. And like, even if just 150 people come, just in air quotes, 150 people come, that's going to be a lot of people. That street's going to be full. It's going to look like a block party. And then just trying to run over 150 people three miles away, that's a big run. And I'm like, is it really going to be that big? But then I've been seeing, have you guys been seeing? Megan and Megan, the Megans, are doing their hydration tour. The group runs that they've had in Austin and Miami, gigantic. I mean... Has anyone gone to any of those? Anyone in the chat? Has you been? It looks like it's so much fun and it looks like there's a lot of people. And I'm just like really excited that they're getting such a great turnout. Um, but yeah, um, I'm, I'm a little bit nervous about how many people are going to be there. When the groups get like that big, it makes me very concerned. I'm like, are cops going to be mad? Are neighbors going to be mad? Is someone going to get hurt? Is someone going to get lost? So it makes, it makes me like really concerned. But it's, you know, I mean, I'm just going. It's not my party. So that's, that's a Thomas problem. <laughs> uh, oh my goodness. Um, yeah. Uh, Andrew Scott says a free hat is the best kind of hat. Well, you got to get there early. Five o'clock. I'm not saying get there early. I'm saying just get there. At five. Yeah, you probably do want to get there a little bit early. I don't know. Uh, Sleeve Singer says, looking forward to trotting with you. Way far behind. I'm a member of Martinez Slow AF Run Club. Well, you know, uh, I'll probably bring up one of the rear groups. I don't know where we're going, though. That's the only problem. But uh, I suppose if I get lost, you know, that's not a big... Hopefully I can... I'll just call Thomas or something and we'll figure out a way. Or maybe... Because I don't think that... I don't think that they published a route. So I don't, I don't know what the route's going to be. But I could find... We can find our way to Mobtown Brewing. You know what I mean? So we'll, we'll, we'll make it work. We'll make it happen. <laughs> uh, all right. Jason Dahl says, Hey everybody. Sadly, I'm not a frequent visitor anymore because of work. Hope all is well. Well, it's good to see you again, Jason. I'm glad you're here today and maybe you've been catching up on some of the podcasts or on some of the later, but not lives. So, um, either way it's okay, but good to see you here. And uh, Carlos Griego says, yo, from New Mexico, it's the few and final live streams I can catch as school is a couple weeks away. Isn't that weird? I feel like it goes from like, Ugh, when is summer to then it's like, ooh, awesome. Fourth of July, it's finally getting hot. Nice summery weather. And then the next thing you know, it's like, oh, back to school shopping time. I feel like everything goes really fast. Uh, I think it probably because, I don't know, we keep, we keep circling back to the subject. I have no grasp on time anymore. I feel like it's another one of those ways. 
where I just have no conception of time anymore. Uh, and April Fletcher says, happy Tuesday, everyone. Wow, you'll be in my neck of the woods. Well, hopefully you can come out, April. Um, I think it'll be a really fun time. Even if you're not doing grit, it's not just a grit party. It is the grit party, but it's also part of the summer hydration tour. So if you just want to see the Megans and get a feel for the soul t-shirt or a feel for the soul tank top, are the feel for the soul tank tops women's cut only? Because I would want a tank top, but I don't know. I usually don't pick up the free stuff at these things anymore, but I kind of do want a feel for the soul one. I feel like that's a nice shirt. Mm, all right, but we'll see. Uh, all right. Uh, Lalo P says, oh, I saw this too. Um, Rabbit's having a sale there, HQ. Each close uh, $10. I should probably make the three hour drive. I think it's a sample sale. I don't know what sample sale means. Is that stuff like when they're testing out product, like when stuff comes in and they're seeing if it's the right? I think that's what it is. So like, uh, I don't, I don't think it's like they're right. I don't think it's like a regular kind of sale, but it's a sample sale, but I don't know what that means. How many samples could they possibly have? I don't really don't know. It could be a lot. Or maybe it's just like they're calling it a sample sale and some samples will be for sale, but then there's other stuff for sale. I don't know. I don't know. I saw it on the Instagram. Andrew C says, uh, what shoes are you going to bring? Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm torn. So like, it's kind of an ASICs trip. Cause like the grit party is sponsored by ASICs. Kyono-san will be there. And I feel like I have to bring the Kyono 30s. Cause I feel like it'd be bad form to show up to this and not, if you have Kyono 30s to not wear Kyono 30s, even though I don't love Kyono 30s. It's not that I don't love the Kyono. I just don't like stability shoes all that much. But I think uh, I'll probably wear that one for that day. And then, but I'm going to, I'll be there Wednesday and Friday. I leave too. I don't know how much running I'll be able to get in, but I will want to do some running if I can. And was it last year? Last year, we, we, a bunch of us went for a nice long run. I had to, I was working hard to keep, like their easy runs are fast for my taste. So it's like, it was like hard to keep up. Um, so I don't know. I'm thinking... You know, I, I've been running in, it's this shoe that's missing up here. I've been running in the DV8 Nitro. I've been trying to get that one to 100 miles. I've actually just been really been loving that shoe quite a bit. It's so good. And I wanted to bring that one, but since it is kind of like an A6 trip, I'm thinking I'll probably bring the Magic Speed 3. So I could put some more miles in that. A lot of it will be easy miles, but I also feel like, you know what? That's kind of what I, it's, it's not bad testing either. But I'm trying to think, yesterday... I did a workout yesterday. So then, what was that? Yesterday, Monday. So then Tuesday and Wednesday. So Thursday is another workout day for me. So maybe I'll try to put in a workout before the party and everything gets started. So that'll be nice. Get your session in and then you can relax a little bit. So I think Magic Speed will probably be the right, the right choice. So Magic Speed and Kyano 30. Those are the two shoes that I'll bring. And Sleep Singer says that Co Fells Point is used to crowd drama. I, it is. It is. Um, that's certainly true. But I do feel like I do feel like the believe in the run grip parties do kind of take over the entire street. You know. Um, all right. Frank says, uh, I wonder if the SJD semi retirement is sending people to believe in the run, etc. Uh, you know, I'm not sure. I would say that perhaps. Because I feel, has Seth been been make, making any more videos? 
Or is he still kind of like on his break or I'm not sure. I checked in a little while ago on his channel and it didn't look, I thought that he was just not making daily videos, but still making one like every once in a while, but it didn't look like he had any at all for a little bit. So you'll just have to let me know what that is. Um, but I think part of it is he has built such a, like a devoted following to just him. I feel like he's kind of trained people to like, I think he's targeted people that like kind of watch one and maybe only one youtube channel or maybe just a smattering of others not people like me who watch like youtube all day and so um i mean with him gone you know those people are used to tuning in every day trying to check in with seth but i feel like what i hope you know if those people are still looking for youtube channels to check out is that they are finding the same youtube channels that i'm finding i hope because i've been really finding a lot of new or new quote unquote youtube channels um, where the subscriber count is like 3000 or less. Uh, the YouTube algorithm is doing a really good job of showing me new creators. And so, um, uh, I've been going through a lot of people like that and hopefully people wherever they are finding like, oh, here's a person that has 2000 subscribers, but, and they're making like two or three videos a week and they live in my area, you know? So that's what I hope people are finding. Um, I have a feeling like if you were a believe in, if you were like a, you know, and I watch Seth every day, all like, beginning to end of the video person, you probably weren't watching too much of believe in the run in me, except unless there's like a specific shoe that they're talking about. That'd be kind of my guess because that person, the Seth SJD viewer, I think is more of like, they're into the family vlog. They're into the, the daily training. They're into like all that stuff. And so like, these are different my channel and, and believe in the run are very different types of channels than that, you know? So unless it's a specific shoe, that would be my, my, and that's what I would anticipate. But I don't know if you are, if you were an SJD everyday guy or woman, let me know where you're spending your watching minutes. Um, and Drew says, Seth's and Drew is as an SJD, I think not an everyday guy, but you were watching a lot. Drew says, Seth's humor and strategy is the opposite of Thomas's humor and strategy, and they're not the same audience at all. I think that there's probably some overlap, but probably not a tremendous amount, you know? Um, yeah. Daniel Burton says, yes, I worry about Seth. Yeah, I mean, I hope, I hope, uh, I hope he's doing okay. Um, and Eric says, I've been watching a lot more of the Brit blogs since the SAD went radio silent. Yeah. Um, I found a really good one. I don't know if Brit blogs is a specific channel. If you're just talking about British people who are making YouTube content, which there seems to be a lot. I found someone yesterday, a woman who uh, did like a 10 K race. Um, I don't know if that was her most recent video, but that's the one that popped up and she was talking about how like she, she doesn't love like when she's like goes to a race by herself runs the race by herself and then goes home by herself and like just doesn't talk to people she's feeling lonely i think or not lonely but isolated a little bit and it was a really good video she ran really fast and she carried her gopro with her the whole time so i was like this is pretty cool this is a good, this is a good video i like this um and i'm like well oh, i found someone new and then i'm looking in the comments and like andy's already in there oh everyone in the uk are i feel like all you guys in the uk like all know each other <laughs> So, but I'm not, I mean, that's good. I think that's good that you're following each other and supporting each other. But that was a good one. I wish I remember the name. Um, all right. Carla says, I'm an SJ, 
an SJD guy, even on Discord with him. He's a super supportive Kai guy, very authentic. I think he just needed a break. The daily vlogging is hard. It, it I mean, I, I gave it up a while, a while ago. It is very hard. And so I don't know exactly what he's going through, but like it gets, it weighs, it weighs a lot. It took me a long time and I'm still working on it. I mean, this last month I did one, there was one time where I did one video on a Tuesday and my next video wasn't until the next Wednesday. That's like the longest I feel like I've gone in a while in terms of gaps in video. And that is, there's like a, a little bit of a, like an anxiety, like an itch in the back of your mind somewhere that's like, you should be making something. You should be putting something out, you know? So I, yeah, I know. Cosmic Pineapple Michael says, Seth's got another kid coming too. Pretty amazing. Kept things going so steadily for so long. He's got to be so tired. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Eric says that the Brit blogs are FOD, 40, and run testers. Or do they, is, is that what they call themselves? I didn't know that. You'll have to let me know. Or are you just calling them that? Um, Calvin says, you know, there's lots of unwarranted hate for Seth, but certainly some justifying concerns and critiques. His scoring system for shoes is quite inconsistent, and for how strong of a runner he is, he won't get a coach. Yeah, you know, see, I think that has nothing to do with Seth. That's why I don't do a scoring system. I saw this years ago. So as I was, like, watching a lot of reviews and looking at, the way people review shoes and then like comment about scores. Like remember Ginger Runner used to do it. Jameson used to do it too. Um, they would score shoes and I'm just like, and then the comments would be like, well, how come this softness is a six when this other shoe softness was a 6.3? There's just no way. You know what I mean? There'd be weird comments like that. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know guys. Like so much of this is subjective and I just feel like, uh, that's why I kind of like, if not hide behind words like this one's squishy, this one's mushy, this one's, um, bouncy or springy. You know, I feel like that's about as precise as I want to get. Because I feel like it conveys kind of a, the idea, but like scoring systems, I think are really, really hard. Cause you're trying to put into objective terms, something that is decidedly subjective. Um, and so like, I think that Whenever I always kind of caution people against scoring systems, but he he got into it pretty pretty intensely, um, and I think it worked for him for a long time. But then after a while, it just becomes like like daily vlogging. It just becomes an albatross, and it starts to weigh on you. You know, Kenneth Faf though here look at this. Kenneth Faf says I was a daily SJD viewer, but also here and believe in the run. There you go, Kenneth. See, I feel like it's not mutually exclusive. I don't think that that. They're that disparate, you know. Uh, Elizabeth D. Molina says, I saw your post on Relay on running shorts. Any chance uh, someone can make one for women? Hmm. You know, uh, that's something that I've thought about a lot. Is like, you know, I don't, I can't really talk to a lot of women's apparel. Um, and I also feel like it's hard to do a lot of that kind of stuff for women's apparel as a as a woman not me but like for women to do it for the main reason being like it's on the internet and i feel like the internet can sometimes be a terrible place to women and so like um i feel like that's where i'd feel like you know i'm not going to try to do that i would recommend that you talk to people like that are running a lot and testing apparel like emily heller tests apparel i don't know how much apparel she tests but she certainly does test shoes 
Um, and like, I think when, like when Megan Murray talks about stuff, I feel like that's, I, I don't, I don't know if they do that on believe in the run or not, but I feel like they should. Um, or they have a lot of female testers at believe in the run. So I feel like they can kind of like, without having to be about Megan doing it, but like about a female's perspective on certain running apparel, I feel like that'd be useful to do. And, um, I hope that there'll be more of it. And that's why I always try to encourage when they're, whenever I see women in the space, because I'm like, there are unmet needs on the internet when it comes to running. And I feel like, um, I understand why those needs aren't met, but if you, if someone can handle the, um, being on the internet in that kind of way, um, I feel like there's a lot of potential there, but yeah. So I did a post today on relay, which I feel like is a good time to talk about relay a little bit. Um, where I reviewed a bunch of running shorts, which I mean, I feel like you guys here um, have heard me talk about most of those. But uh, on Relay, I've been doing a monthly thing where I kind of go over the apparel that I've been wearing for the past month. This this month's theme was short shorts because it's just been so hot. Um, and so that went up today. But starting next month in August, Relay used to be on Patreon or is on Patreon now. And uh, it was like a $9 a month subscription. I'm there. Tommy Runs is there. Kara Goucher, Matt Chittam, Lindsey Hine, um, Marcus, uh, Marathon Marcus, and uh, Peter Bromka, Stephanie Flippin, Laura Thweet. I think that's everybody. I'm sure I forgot someone. There's nine people or eight people. Um, we were all like making lots of different content together. Um, but we've played with the subscription model for about a year and we didn't love it. And so it's going to be free. So it's going to be, it ended up being a lot of podcasts. We weren't exactly sure what we were going to do once we got there, but uh, it's going to going to be a twice per week podcast that has different content from different people tonight. For example, I'm going to be doing a podcast with Tommy runs and Peter Bromka talking more about like being a running influencer and some of like the mechanics of that. So we're going to talk to Peter Bromka and talk about like how he navigates the running space. So like those kinds of things will come up as like a podcast and a video podcast too. And so that'll be on a YouTube channel now and on a podcast. The question is like the, where does the writing go? So I've been writing about like the different apparel pieces because apparel is a little bit harder for me to film and to like shoot B roll of. So um, just writing about it has been a little bit easier, but I don't know. I don't know if that's going to stay over on Patreon or maybe if I'm, maybe I'll just move that over to this the Kofuzi YouTube channel and kind of do like a narrated version of the written article that I was doing. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, but I will also bring that up to, to all the women creators that I know to be like, people want this. I know people, I, I suspect people want this. Um, but you know, hearing it from people to say that, reinforces the idea i do know that mrs space cadet does a fantastic series of whether um shorts will get thigh gobbled or not that's a really fun series that she does she probably ends up testing about a dozen pairs of shorts every summer and it's a really fun series but there's so there's something so she does something like that i don't remember if she's done one for sports bras or not but yeah um all right sorry that was a long ramble Uh, Matcha says, why not make a website and put the article up on it and do Google ad inserts? Cause it's a lot of work. <laughs> That's the main thing. 
Um, you know, so like that's that's why I don't want to make a website. I've I've avoided making a website. People ask me, can you like just take this transcript from your reviews and put it on a website, and then I can read it. I'm guessing that's for people like on a train or something, or commuting. And I I'm just I'm not interested in having a website. I I used to write a lot. So sometimes writing really interests me, but in other times I don't really like writing that much anymore. I don't know. I'm not sure. So I think about it a lot, but it's one of those things where like I need I need a Robbie. I need a I need a Robbie Redinger. Someone that can write well and maintain a website because I don't want to do any of that stuff. I really don't need a Robbie. I don't really want a Robbie, but if I were to do that, I would want to have someone like that. Does that make sense? Uh. Mm. all right um Luis Becerra says what's in the box all right let's get to the package here today we got a package from soar there's a little bit of a story to it so whenever i get stuff from soar it kind of takes a minute because it's coming from the uk and i don't know why i don't think that's the only reason because sometimes you get stuff from the uk it doesn't take that long but Anyway, the genesis of this story, now since we were actually talking about you know, short shorts anyway, is that they saw the Tracksmith video. They saw how Thomas swears that it is absolutely see-through. I don't think it's see-through. I do think that it is a light, delicate material. So silhouettes of things may become apparent, but that's not a unique, um, I guess, side effect that happens with just those shorts. I feel like that happens at all my split shorts. But seeing all that drama and seeing how I said, you know what, the shorts may be a little bit see-through, but they can carry a lot of gels. I think Sore saw that and they reached out to me and they're like, let us send you some shorts. So here's what they sent. These are, what are they called? The marathon shorts. They're short shorts. They're not see-through or they shouldn't be see-through. Right. Although this this mesh, it is kind of see-through. You know what I mean? You can kind of see the shoes behind me. It's a very thin material, but there is a nice dark color, black colored liner on the inside. And I don't remember the exact number that they quoted, but these shorts are supposed to be able to hold a very large amount of gels. Let's see if I can figure out how many gels they're supposed to hold. So two main things that I want to keep point out. One is that there's lots of pockets. So there's two pockets in the back and they're, they go kind of far down. But the other thing about these pockets is that not only are they big, they're specifically designed with science and sport gels in mind. So if you go to like the website, you'll see that the gels that they show in the packaging aren't Martin gels, which are kind of like a little bit big, but they're science and sport gels that they use, which are a lot big. And they are my favorite kind of like everyday gel. I had one today on my 10 mile run. So I like that. So in addition to these big pockets, there is a little zipper pocket right here. Nice. What can you put in there? A key, I think, maybe a key card. So a little tiny pocket. And then um, here's the back. Around the front, there are these elastic bands. I don't know if you could see it, but there are elastic bands out here where you can um, insert more science and sport gels, but they would go in kind of sideways. So I think they said that you could fit up to six in here. And so if you put two in each of these back pockets, there's two side by side, 
That's four. And then I think there's two pair, two sets of the elastic bands, one on each side. So you could have six gels plus a key or ID. So that way, after you finish your marathon, you can go to the beer tent, show them your ID, say you're old enough to drink. You know, if you want to do that after a run. And they're short shorts. So I think these are coming to Baltimore with me. <laughs> so we'll try them out. We'll get them tested. See how they do. Tony Vu says they are $150-ish. I'm not sure how much they cost. I know that they are not uh, bargain priced. They're, they're sore, so it's going to be a little bit more expensive. Um, yeah. Matcha says, uh, the thing I've learned, uh, having just gotten into this premium running apparel, thanks to Co, is that this stuff is expensive, but always worth it, but super worth it on sale. Yeah. Here's the thing with sore stuff though. I feel like, I don't know, like if it's the, they just aren't making up a ton of it at a time, but a lot of stuff seems to sell out. I, you know, they were like, Hey, can we send you a singlet too? And I was like, sure. Can you do this one? And they're like, Ooh, actually we just sold out. Like, how about this one? Um, we sold out. All we have left is this and this. And I was like, oh, actually, I do have that pink one already. I have a Ben Johnson pink one. So like, um, that's the thing. I don't, I don't know if a lot of the sore stuff goes on sale. Um, because I think they just end up so selling out. Eric says, you know, I do like me some pockets, but man, that separate color. Yeah, I do feel like uh, it might have been better if they made the sh the pocket the same color as the shorts i feel like it's gonna it's gonna look like a big you know like a butt plate i feel like uh but we'll see we'll see i mean i'm judging it now just holding it inside the studio but we'll see what it looks like when it's on but yeah uh lalo's p says is sore more expensive than tracksmith i would say yes i think so mm. Shan says, oh, can someone talk to you can about making the packaging less bulky so I can fit more of them in my pockets? They do make, I feel like those are the biggest gels. Is there a, is there a gel bigger? Not only are they tall, they're fat and wide too. Uh, but I think it's because the you can, it's like liquid. So like it has to be bigger. But I do wish they were a little bit smaller and easier to, to carry with me. Hmm. Oh, look at this. Look at this. Uh, Leona says, the Kafuzi Run Club is number five on grit. That's moving up nine spots in 24 hours. That's awesome, guys. I haven't even put in my miles from the last couple of days. Not that it's a lot. But um, yeah, so we'll have to do that. So if you guys are doing your summer grit miles, let's get them added up. Try, let's try, try to add them up before tomorrow, before tomorrow's live stream, because then I could talk to Thomas about it. We'll try that. Um... Yeah, Andrew C says, wonder if sore shorts got a comfy liner. I don't think that I've had sore shorts before. They sent me some half tights. And uh, I will say overall, sore apparel to me feels like it's very much a European fit. It was the, the half tights were uncomfortably tight. I went with my normal medium and uh, that was that was very, very tight. I I didn't like running in them. I felt like a sausage in them you know what i mean just like i was bursting at the seams so i hope I, I don't think that'll be a problem with with these and I'm, I'm i'm looking forward to them so uh 
Adam says, uh, my favorite shorts or whatever is on sale. There we go. I better go to, I mean, like, I have a variety of different price point shorts. Uh, I do get spoiled. I get some of the nice ones. But, like, sometimes it's like, you don't you don't need a lot. I remember I used to have the same one pair of Nike. Because I remember I bought a pair of, like, Nike running shorts when I trained for my first marathon in 2010. And then I took, like, a six-year break from running. Because that marathon went really well. Uh... And then when I started running again, I still wore those pants and I kept them for probably another two, three years. So sometimes you can make them last a really long time. Uh, Matcha says, Co, you got a spreadsheet with all your referral links and codes on it. That would be a good thing to have on a website. Yeah, I don't do do a lot of affiliate codes. Like I have like one for Epidemic Sound, the music source that I use for my music. And then like I have like Amazon codes for like a GoPro and a DJA like Osmo Action three or whatever other cameras I might be using. That's usually about it. I don't, I don't do a lot of affiliate links. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah. Like even when I did the thing with, uh, Kodiak, I don't think they gave me an affiliate link. Uh, when I did stuff with bandit before Boston, they gave me affiliate links, but I don't know if those affiliate links are even active anymore. And they didn't, they were just tracking, not tracking links, but they just wanted to see like how much traffic I was generating. But I, so I don't really care all that much. Uh, I'm really bad about the links. Carlos Grego says, I don't know how to add a team on grit. We'll try that today. I don't know how to do it either. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Mm. All right. Daz Darren says, I have the sore run shorts and the liner is very comfortable. Size up though for sore. Oh, I went with medium. Hopefully this will work. I'll, I'll, should I try them on before I take them for a run tomorrow? Because I'll be taking them for a run in Baltimore. Or should I just bring them in Quesara Sara? I feel like we should go Quesara Sara. Um, oh, hey, by the way, these elastic bands, they go all the way around the thing. So I guess you can tuck them on the inside of your pants or on the outside. I, I think the way I saw it on the website, you tuck them on the outside of the band. I don't know. Uh, getting to run says, Hey, Co, will you be doing a channel breakdown now that you've had under 50k? I don't, I wasn't planning on it. Um, I don't know what to do for under 50k. I mean, we just got there, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't planning on doing anything very big for it. Is that bad? I don't know. Hmm. Let's see what else we got here. Lou Klein's here. He said, made it. Yo, what's going on, co-fam? It's good to see you, Lou. Uh, Victoria Vitale says, did you try the Nike Aeroswift shorts? I don't think so. I don't think I've tried any Nike Aer Aeroswift anything in a couple of years. I haven't tried any Nike apparel probably since 2020, 2019 or so. Late, late, 20, late 2019. Hmm. Daniel Burton says, where do you keep all your clothes? So like, well, we just moved to a house. And so I have like a like a walk-in closet now, which is the only way that some of this is possible. Uh, and we, I've already filled it. And so what I've done now is, previously what I would do is, whenever I got like full with stuff, I would just donate that to charity. But now, um, as I'm getting invited to some of these brand trips, what I'll do is stuff that like is still stuff that like I I like, 
but I'm not going to be wearing regularly, I'll put in a box. And so I have on the top part of my closet, like I have boxes that say like Asics, Adidas, John G, Path. And I'll put like kind of like the extra clothes in those boxes. And once that box gets full, then I'll start purging with some of the stuff that I maybe like a little bit less. And so, yeah, so a lot of it is in the closet. I only wear running clothes anymore. So like, you know, my wife was like, she's looking at the closet. She goes, do you, do you have 40 t-shirts hung up on hangers in the closet right now? And I'm like, yep. Mm -hmm." And she's like, and do you have like 30 pairs of running shorts hung up on hangers? Cause I have the ones with the clippies on it, like at the store, you know? So I bought those and I hang my running shorts too. Just so it's easy to see. Cause otherwise running shorts, especially like you put them in a drawer that just explodes and it becomes like this, like, I don't know, like algae bloom of clothing, you know, polyester. So I have to have a hang up so I can see them all. So that's how I have it arranged. Like my entire side of the walk-in closet is just hanging running clothes. So it's a lot. At first it wasn't a problem. And then I think since we started doing the unboxings on the channel, like more stuff's coming and and now like it's getting over full and, um, yeah, I just need to make sure I'm still holding on to enough stuff. So that way, like if I do say like a John G trip, I don't have to go out and spend $300 on stuff, which I've had to do. So like anytime that like you guys see me and I'm like, Oh, here's a box of stuff that I ordered. It's usually because like either I'm planning on doing some reviews and I need to have more stuff to wear during those reviews or um i might have a trip coming up and so like uh, i need to like four i need to be able to have like four days of just adidas clothes so i'll buy a bunch of adidas stuff or i like i did it before new york I, oof, before last year's new york marathon i think i spent like 600 dollars on new balance stuff so it, you know it's a lot it's a lot it, it, there's a lot of clothes a lot of clothes and I, I don't always feel great about like i try not to think about like how much there is you know <laughs> matcha says uh co is there any rhyme or reason to the or rhyme or reason to the shoe order behind me not really uh this side is shoes that i'm still testing and then the middle and that side are shoes that uh, i'm kind of not testing anymore Although that shoe, I'm still testing. I just think that it's over the, this one, the Hoka Clifton 9. I'm still testing that one. But I just think that I ran out of space on this wall. So I moved over here. So that's kind of like, it's just done with and then not done with is the main thing. And other than that, like I tr if I can, I try to put like all the same brand on one row. Um, like this one, but like sometimes I can't. So this is a Solomon row. This is a Puma row. But the, and this one was like a New Balance row. The Rebel 3 was here, but now that's an empty space. Um, but then like here, there's two Mizunos and then a New Balance. This should just probably move up over here. And then here there's two Brooks and then a Speedland. So, so the, I kind of just throw things when I can. Eric says, since 2020, his highest purchase category has been in the hoodies category and some of those super soft Viore sweatpants. They are having, you know, my brother-in-law got me a pair of Viore sweatpants for Christmas a couple of years ago. They they are good. It kind of makes me regret 
because they emailed me before I got those pants. They emailed me and were like, hey, we want to send you a bunch of stuff. And I'm like, Viore, what's that? Uh, and I'm like, oh, we gotta, I shouldn't have shut that door. <laughs> I regret that. Hmm. All right. Vincent Bevilacqua, running shoe Q&A. He says, all right, these are two different shoes I know, but if I'm choosing between the two, SE Trainer or the Rebel, I would say I I think the Rebel is better at being a daily trainer than the SE Trainer is at being, you know, whatever it is it's supposed to be. People use it a couple of different ways. I'm not saying that in a pejorative way. People use it in a variety of ways, but like I think that the Rebel is a, is a really good shoe. So I would go with that one. Uh, Leona says, you got to reopen that door. Should I, I, should I find out? Maybe in, maybe in uh, like September, I'll find that email. See if I can still find that email. It's probably three years old at this point. I don't know. Mm. But yeah, maybe, maybe I will. Maybe I will. What matters to Matt says, are there going to be new super shoes between now and October? Hopefully there'll be an Audios Pro 4. Um, I'm trying to think of what else is out there left. Uh, I don't know. Um, are, are we going to see any, are there any endorphin updates to come? I'm not sure. Cause we haven't seen like an up, there's been an updated shift, right? I just don't pay attention to that one. I think that there's an updated shift that already came out this year, but is there an endorphin speed four? Is there an endorphin pro four? I thought so, someone sent me, people sent me all sorts of pictures. I think someone sent me pictures of an endorphin speed four and an endorphin pro four. I've seen that photo a couple of times, so I'm inclined to believe that that's somewhat accurate. Whether that's near to coming, I don't know. Um, but since I haven't seen it that much, like you haven't seen like Saucony athletes racing in it, I'm going to say that's it might not be before October. That's highly unlikely. I'm not even sure that there's going to be an Adios Pro 4 before Berlin, which I feel like would be shocking. But I'm, I'm not even sure that that's going to happen. So we'll see. Um, SC Elite, I don't think that the version... And I know Thomas is running SC Elite version 4. But I don't know. I'm, I have a feeling that a lot of the brands are going to be waiting for next February and releasing them for the trials and having athletes, their athletes, try to make the Olympic team in, that, in a brand new shoe. So I don't know. But if I were to guess... I won't comment on ASICs. I believe they've told me information, although I forgot the information. So I guess that's not that helpful. But if I were to guess, I'm hoping that there's going to be an Adios Pro 4 before Berlin. I hope. That would make a lot of sense. I don't know that we'll see a new SC Elite before New York. It would make sense if there were, but I'm anticipating it's probably going to be more towards next January or February. And then I, I would say probably the same thing for the Endorphin series because they just released the Elite earlier this year, like four months ago. So like that's a, a new release. I don't see them releasing a new one this fall. So I just I don't know. I don't think there will be. Anyone else have any ideas? I see. I don't. I don't like the. I don't like to traffic in the rumors too much because then I forget. Well, like, oh wait, is that a rumor or did someone tell me that? I don't. I always, I always forget. Um, Calvin says, speaking of Adios Pro, they released a new colorway that's noticeably lighter than previous versions, 7.7 ounces versus 8.4 in a size 9. Their customer service rep didn't know the reason why, though. 
Oh, that's very interesting. It might have been they just switched the size that they're measuring. That that could be the only reason. Um, but Adidas has done the inline updates a lot before. So I don't know if you remember, before like Light Strike was a thing, was it the Boston 8? I think it was the Boston 8. Came out in the Boston 8, and then it came out in a Boston 8 Light Strike. Not Light Strike Pro, but like it had the boost in the front and then a Light Strike, that EVA phone in the back. And that was like one of the first running shoes with Light Strike. Light Strike had been in, I think, basketball shoes before then. And so like Adidas does that a lot where they'll like in the middle of the year, sometimes they won't even call it something different. But with that, that year's Boston, it was the Boston 8 and then the Boston 8 with Light Strike. They at least changed the name, but it wasn't the Boston 9. The Boston 9 was something different that came even later. Um, actually not that much, like three months later. So sometimes they do silly stuff like that. I don't, I have no idea why. Maybe it's just like a manufacturing logistics problem or what, but they will, they will make changes and tinker around with stuff. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I bet you there's a very good business explanation for it. Like, I don't know. They had maybe a certain number of units left in a quota that they were on the hook for with this new factory, but they also got in this new material that they like and they thought, hey, let's slap it on there and see how it does. I don't know. I don't know how they think about it, but um, Adidas very rarely makes sense to me in terms of how they operate their business, but I love that they kind of just throw stuff out there without a lot of fanfare a lot of the time too, but uh, Calvin, do I have to go get that now? Now I feel like I need to go get that because my Audios Pro are broken. These? It snaps. I think I've snapped some of the carbon rods. So I feel like maybe that, maybe I should go get that other one and test it out. Um, all right. Eric's here. He says, um, you got to try the Saucony Rift. It's like an endorphin speed three for the trail. And it's awesome. Um, the Rift? Have I seen that one before? Because didn't they have an endorphin trail? What was that called? Is that different than the than the Rift? I'll have to take a look. I don't know. I got I got more trail shoes than I'm going to be able to really handle this year already. Solomon keeps sending me shoes and I'm like, I'm good. And they're like, try this Thundercross. So hopefully I'll like it. But um, I don't know. I don't know how many more trail shoes I can really handle. But I have heard good things about the Saucony trail shoes this year. Oh, Calvin says it's this. It's the Audios Pro Three M. Not sure the meaning of the M. It's like it's like BMWs, the M series. Oh, so it is called something different. Nice, nice. Uh, and Eric says though the Endorphin Trail was last year and it sucked. That's how he wrote it. The Rift is new. I'm not saying you have to run into the Rift. He's just saying. All right. Well, maybe I'll take. Maybe take. Maybe I'll try the Rift. The Endorphin Trail never really appealed to me. I'm like, I, I don't know about that one. Uh, and Eric also says, don't forget there's a new New Balance Super Comp Trail. It's coming in hot. Apparently figured out some stability with the plate and Vibram, and it sounds great. Yeah, I mean, I think with the Super Comp coming in at a lower stack height now, it makes it sound a little bit better. I, st I, I, I still don't know where the Super Comp version two is super comp trainer i have to double check. i have to follow up on that email they said they were sending one out again but i don't know it's not here yet but i don't know 
Mm. Oh, yeah. I just saw this a little while ago, and part of me was wondering if it's like an April Fool's Day prank because of the way it looked. Leona says, Tracksmith just sent an email. This summer, there will be a Tracksmith envoy visiting various cities. Um, let me see if I can pull it up. I just saw it on uh, Instagram. Where did I go? And it has, it has its own account. But I got to show this to you guys. You know, I probably should just pull it up and on the web, regular web, and I can show it to you this way, but I'm going to see if I can show it to you on my phone. There you go. There we go. So here's the Tracksmith Envoy. Uh, it looks like an old Italian ice cream truck, but it's basically the idea of like, you know, a sprinter van that's going to go across the country and visit a bunch of cities. Here's how uh, Tracksmith Running uh, describes it. Uh, it says, this summer we are introducing the Envoy, our touring track house to bring the Tracksmith world to runners across the U.S., from D.C. to L.A., built to our exacting standards for the ultimate running road trip. The Envoy, the Envoy is part store, part demo lounge, part coffee shop. It's coming to a town near you. So, like, you can even, there's a little water fountain on it, too. And then uh, it's got like, I don't know, bespoke luggage, which I don't, I don't, does Tracksmith make that luggage? Do these guys see that bag? Does Tracksmith make that? They make some weird luggage and it's like $500. It, it looks gorgeous. But like, I don't know if that piece of luggage that's hanging on the back of that truck is official Tracksmith luggage or just Envoy luggage. That's a one-off. I'm not sure. But I don't, I don't know where this is going. Like uh, like what cities or whatever, but I do I I, I do want to check it out. I'm I, I don't know. I just I just like these kinds of like media activations. <laughs> um, yeah, Sean Devlin says the Tracksmith Envoy runs on New England pine needles. <laughs> you just got to keep putting it in the back. That's what that suitcase is. It's just pine needles, and you just throw it in there and it burns them. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Hmm. Calvin says, Tracksmith did all those posts spending time in Italy and they decided to buy a modal espresso van, apparently. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, do you think the coffee is just going to be regular coffee or do you think it's going to be like espressos? Can you imagine that? It's just going to be like a long line, like five minutes for a coffee. I don't know. I'm excited to see it, but like just the way that it was designed and looked. Um, and like, cause I can't, I can't even identify what kind of vehicle that is. You know, it's not a Sprinter van. It's not like the Ford Econoline vans either. You know, it's not the Dodge kind. I, like, I just, I, I know what the Dodge work trucks look like or the work vans. I know what the Ford ones look like. I know what the Chevy ones look like. I know what the Mercedes Sprinter van looks like, but like, I don't know. What is it? It looks like a large version of the, um, forklifts from the movie cars. Uh, and it's amazing. But also it's like, it's so amazing that it's like borderline lampooning itself. You know what I mean? I I want to see it. I just want to see it. <laughs> Would you guys go see it? Mm. Maja says, Tracksmith seems to be like that brand where I'm like, come on, really? And then I see the stuff and I'm like, oh, I guess if you do it that way, though, it works. <laughs> you got to, you got to, once you see it, you'll understand, I guess. Um. Yeah, Alex Herman said, says that the coffee they'll serve is Tracksmith Secret Blend. Yeah, I bet you. Uh, or would it be kind of like? There's been a couple of brands of like Runner's Coffee. Basically, it's like the coffee grounds, basically with just some sugar in it, 
is usually what it seems to be. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Calvin says, do you think they rebranded the steering wheel with a logo of the hair? Of course they would. I, I think so. I think that, I think it's a manual and you stick shift and the, on the top, you know, it's the hair trophy. And then when, you know, I just feel like that's the thing, you know, like you have the race to the, to the back to the track house after like major marathons. I feel like it's like a miniature version of that. And that's how you change gears. And I could just imagine you drive that thing and it's just like, it kind of putters up. And then you go like, and then you shift into another gear and it just puts in a different like octave. That's what I, that's what I hear in my mind. That's what I'm hearing. All right. Philip Apollinario. Another question, running question says, can you suggest me a plated trainer for someone who'd never used plated shoes? New runner here, slightly on the heavier side, 180-ish pounds. Uh, who's never used plated shoes before? Um, I'd say, uh, let's go with, usually if someone says they never used plated shoes before, the first thing that I would look at would be the Endorphin Pro 3. Um, slightly, I don't know that 180 pounds is slightly on the heavier side. So like I would say that the, the what did I say? I, th- I meant to say, I don't know what I just said, but I meant to say Saucony Endorphin Pro 3. Is that what I said? Saucony Endorphin Pro 3. That's the one that I would recommend first. Um, Second one might be the New Balance SC Elite version 3. Those are the first two that I would look at. They are fun shoes to run in. You'll feel a nice little pop from the new foam, like the racing foams that are in there, but they are a little bit more on the forgiving squishy side especially the SE Elite version 3. So I feel like those are probably be two that I would look at. Alex Hermanson backing me up. So the SE Elite version 3 has been amazing and much more than 180 pounds. Well, there you go. See, I feel like that's a good, I think that's going to be a good choice. Mm, all right. I think that's going to be a good place to end it for today, guys. Uh, tomorrow, we will have a live stream, but it will be in Baltimore broadcasting from believe in the run headquarters unless you know something happens and they gotta like keep cleaning up and stuff like that to get ready for the party and they kick me out but that's the plan we're gonna have thomas on here bring your thomas questions let's be nice you know i feel like it's easy to kind of like rag on thomas a little bit poke the bear a little bit but let's make sure that we're being nice not that you guys wouldn't be um because i think it'll be fun to have them on so we'll talk about that tomorrow hopefully i'll see you then in the meantime be safe out there everybody bye